away. Huberto walks in, makes a move, and he scores! Jonathan Huberto! And he scores! Alexander Markov! What a move! He's giving the Panthers the lead once again! Welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Here are your hosts, Jamison Olive and Doug Plakins. Hey everybody, welcome into Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. We thank you very much for tuning in, whether you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, FloridaPanthers.com slash Territory Talk. Thank you very much for tuning in to the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Doug Plagans here, alongside Jamison All from FloridaPanthers.com, and the Panthers right in the thick of this playoff race at the time of this recording right now. The Panthers five points behind, three teams that they're chasing third place Toronto in the Atlantic Division the first wild card the Islanders the second wild card the Columbus Blue Jackets of course if we're talking wild card you're factoring in Carolina and the Rangers also being in that mix both on the outside looking in currently but the Panthers with a surge here certainly could find themselves working their way back into one of those spots. So sir, a couple of routes in for the Panthers here as we head down the stretch. And again, at the time of this recording, gearing up for a big last couple of games of this homestand. Boston on a $5 beer Thursday. Tomorrow, Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Panthers and the Bruins for the third of four total matchups this season. And then on Saturday, the Panthers and the Montreal Canadiens. Roberto Luongo's number one going to the rafters on Saturday night. The ceremony begins at 5. Make sure you're in your seats by then. Doors open at 4. And everybody coming into the building that night gets a mini number one Luongo banner. So you don't want to miss that game coming up on Saturday. They're all huge right now, Jameson. And some big ones coming up on and off the ice here in the rest of this homestand. I think that's going to be my third commemorative mini banner that I own from the Florida Panthers. I have the two playoff banners. Oh, wait, no, no. I have the two division banners. Sorry. The Southeast and the Atlantic division banners. And now i got the Lou banner. i got a whole little... i got I got the rafters at my house now. I was going to say, do you have mini rafters to hold all your mini banners? I need mini rafters. But, Doug, welcome back. I just thanks realized for, you haven't been here in having me on board. two weeks. You've been on the road. You've been sending yes. us audio. Uh, big thanks to Katie Goss for filling in. Yes, big, th- big thanks to Katie. It's nice for, to have uh, that, professional, that professional Doug Plagan's baritone back, though, uh, uh, on the podcast. I, 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 try to, I try to have my best <laughs> vocal range going every time here on Territory <laughs> talk so big last couple games of the homestand a ton on the line the guys know it everybody knows it how much is on the line each and every night with these games here on home ice and the panthers have had a couple of days to regroup here uh, not often at this time of the year that you get a little bit of a gap in the schedule to get some quality practice time in to get a a good off day in for everybody just to to take a breather because this time of the year seems like you're either playing every other day when you have the off day you're traveling on that off day but the panthers this week have had a chance to really get their feet under them and really gear up here for a big push oh they have i think these two practice say well first off the uh, the off day on monday uh guys talked about that being a good time to get away from the game you know clear your head do all that stuff that you know guys need to do because you can't you, you can't get too in your head especially at this time of the year this is the time of year where you really need to be mentally tough as well as tough on the ice so that was a good day for them then two days of practice here you know tuesday wednesday uh it's really important head to that matchup against the bruins on thursday guys have said you know you're going to see a different panther team eric Hollis said that the other day this is going to be a different team they figured some stuff 
out. You see, you know, it's been, you know, guys look reinvigorated. There's been good attitudes in these practices. So now it's just about going out and executing, uh, which this team's shown they can do. I mean, we're not, we're, you know, a month removed from that, you know, uh, six game winning streak here. It's just been a really rough month for the Panthers that they got to snap out of. You know, every team goes to the stretch. The Panthers just going through it at a rough time right now. And it's just a matter of how quickly they can snap out of it in terms of getting back in that playoff push, which is so tight. Like you said, five points out of a couple avenues in. Uh, you look at the wild card first. The good thing is there, all those Metro teams are going to be playing each other here over the next month as well. So they're going to be knocking each other up and down a little bit, which should help the Panthers. If they keep winning, they should have a pretty clear path up there. And then you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, it wasn't long ago the Panthers were uh, ahead of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, that was a really close race. Now five points back. Uh, you know, the Leafs had a tough loss the other night in uh, San Jose that really helped the Panthers out. Now the Panthers have to take advantage, get those two points against the Bruins, and you know, get within three. They're back to having the game in hand. Again. Back to having the game in hand, which, you know, they've had for a lot of the season. But uh, looking at that race in particular, I mean, the, the Panthers for a stretch there lost three in a row. The Leafs at the same time won three in a row, and that's exactly how we got to where we are. It flip-flopped so quickly. So with 16 games left. You know, if the Panthers win three in a row, the Leafs could easily lose three in a row and suddenly you flip back again. So uh, are they in the position they want to be right now? Oh, n- not not by a long shot. They'd rather, you know, obviously be where the Leafs are right now and be in that playoff spot, but they're still within a good spot. They're still within striking distance. They're still, you know, they still feel good about the spot they're in just given how close they are and given that, like we said, a good week puts you right back in the playoffs. That's all it's going to take for the Panthers. So it's just a matter of riding the ship as soon as they can. Not a lot of time left, but it doesn't take a lot of time for things to really change and the Panthers could find themselves vaulted back into one of those spots if, uh, if again, they have a good surge, good finish to this homestand, and, uh, and Toronto trips up a little bit out in California. So we'll see how uh, how things go. But you mentioned Eric Halla. He and Lucas Walmart came over to the Panthers recently at the deadline. Just at your impressions on how they fit in. And a little teaser, we're going to have a conversation. Our featured guest this week, Lucas Walmart, new Panther. He's going to be stopping by here in just a little bit. We'll hear that conversation coming up uh, in just a few. Of course, later on, we will have... Uh, uh, some thoughts on Roberto Luongo's big night coming up on Saturday from uh, from the Panthers dressing room. So we'll hear from uh, from some of the guys uh, coming up here in just a little bit. So lots to get to about everything, the playoff races, the big night, the ceremony that's going to be taking place on Saturday. But Jamison first in talking about uh, the two new Panthers, one of which we're going to hear from shortly. What have been your impressions uh, so far? Uh, I think they both yeah, added a lot of depth, which is what the Panthers want, especially depth down the middle to, yep. to bring in a, a, a new never have too much to bring in a new two seat and a three see at the trade deadline was a huge boost for them. Uh, Joel Quenville, we asked him about them today. He says both are still, you know, adjusting to the systems because, you know, you play one system for an entire season. You come into a new, you know, a, a new situation, a new system, and you got to learn it within, you know, a week. Uh, I think they've done pretty good out there. Joel Quenville said they're still a learning curve, but he's liked what he's seen from them. Um, both guys still looking for that first goal, but have been, you know, in on a couple goals. Eric Hall had a nice screen in Arizona that really helped with a goal there from uh, Frank Vetrano. Uh, went eight for eight the other night in the dot against Calgary. Both guys pretty strong in the faceoff circle. Um, and when you look at Howell, you know, 28, a bit more established, a guy that's been on a lot of runs with a lot of teams, but Walmart, you know, an RFA after the season, only his second full season in the NHL, still a young guy. Was guy. part of a deep run last year. Was a part of a deep run last year, so you can tell that, you know, helped mold him a bit, but a guy that potentially could be here for, for many years to come, just given his age and given his contract situation. So both guys adding a lot now and potentially also adding a lot in the future. So uh, Eric Hall, of course, you mentioned him. He's been a part of some really good teams, whether it was in Minnesota, whether it was in Vegas that uh, that first year with the with the Golden Knights, or uh, of course uh, this season season he was right in the race with uh, with Carolina as well Lucas Walmark same kind of thing was a part of deep playoff run last year for them and uh, they come in they bring a lot of depth down the middle and I've seen uh, over the over the courses of their careers haven't seen Eric Holla going back to when he was playing in the American Hockey League as well I've seen both of those guys make uh, make some big plays 
plays throughout their career. And looking at Lucas Walmark, a guy when when the Panthers played the Hurricanes, uh, you know, this this season, going back to last season, always one of those guys that you noticed out there. Uh, he was all whether it was whether it was taking a face off, doing a lot of the little things out there, winning a big draw or uh, coming up with big scoring chances. Seemed like he was always one of those guys that was right in the middle of things. So certainly nice to see both of those guys in a Panthers uniform. Yeah, Walmart specifically is one of those guys when you notice when fan bases uh, speak up, like when the Panthers got Nola Chari this summer, you heard, you know, on paper, people saying the Panthers got, you know, a bottom six guy, a fourth line center. But you you go to social media and stuff and you see every Bruins fan just crying, just saying, oh, no, not Nola Chari. Like, we love Nola Chari. This, you know, this stinks. Same thing for Lucas Walmart. Uh, Canes fans really upset that he's, you know, not in Carolina anymore. And for the Panthers, obviously a huge get there for them. But those guys that fans really rally around are those guys, those do it all guys, those Swiss Army knife guys. So uh, the Panthers got another good one in Lucas, like you said. Well, let's get into our conversation. Our featured guest this week, as we mentioned, is new Panther Lucas Walmark. He's got a few games under his belt as a Panther, and it was great to catch up with him. So let's get right to our conversation with one of the newest Panthers, Lucas Walmark. All right, well, Lucas, first, just talk about your transition to becoming a Florida Panther here. How has the last uh, week or so been for you? Uh, I mean, I've been, uh, it was um, first couple of days there, a little bit of scramble, but uh, after when you, yeah, get to know everyone and um, see how it works down here. So I um, really like it so far and uh, seems like we have a great group of guys here. So uh, it's, uh, we, yeah, we played a lot of games there first first uh, week there too. So, uh, but overall I've been really good and I'm, I'm uh, really excited to be here. We're a little bit over a week removed from the trade deadline. A lot of guys in hockey throughout your career, you play for a couple teams. For you, though, your first big trade, your first big move. Just take us through deadline day. What was that day like for you? Kind of walk us through it. Uh, yeah, I actually had no idea about it. Uh, so I came came into rink there in, uh, in Raleigh and, yeah, I get, uh, had a meeting there with GM and uh, so I'm in trade to Florida. So, uh, yeah, I went, th- uh, went back home and just packed my bag and went, went to a flight uh, to Arizona and uh, came in there midnight and then played play game day after so it <laughs> was, uh, was fun though it was fun to a lot of energy coming to a new team and, and we had a great game in Arizona so uh, yeah it was, um, uh, was of course a little bit tough to first get to know the system and everything when you have played this same system for the last couple of years here so uh, yeah, but I, th- I feel like I'm getting into it more and more here for every day, so hopefully it can be be better here. Pretty excited, though, when you found out you were going with Eric Halla. You have a friend on the flight over, and could, you're not doing it all alone, basically. Yeah, I mean, it makes it a little bit easier in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we, uh, we're we good friends, too, so uh, it's, uh, it's fun to have him here, too. What's the process for you like to, you know, learn the learn the new group of guys, not just meet everybody, but, you know, learn the on ice, learn the off ice, uh, you know, learn the, the the way to get to the rink and everything like that. Just what's the, the process of getting acclimated as fast as you can? Uh, I mean, like I said, we have a great group of guys here, so uh, it's that makes it everything a, a lot easier. And uh, and uh course it takes time like like i said like new system on the ice and and everything so it takes takes a little bit of time but hopefully i can feel more comfortable now so so hopefully everything can can be a little bit better here and for yourself this is only your second full season in the nhl just kind of how do you feel like you're you've been developing here over the past you know year and a half yeah uh i mean i've been uh like i feel like i had a good good year last year and then pretty good pretty good year this year too uh 
and then uh, yeah and then uh, this came up here and and uh, I wasn't ready for it at all but but like I said I'm, I'm super excited to be here and, and I feel like we can we have a team to make the playoff here so so that's what we what we're looking for and that's what we working on every day to, to get in there and you talk about making the playoffs you had, you had a good run last year with Carolina the Eastern Conference Finals as a young kid how much does that just kind of set you up for success and energize you for the, for the rest of your career getting that so early oh I mean it was awesome to play uh, play and then especially when we went pretty far too like it's so 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 much fun and to be in the playoffs and then uh, and when every every game is is so important so uh yeah it's uh i hope we can can do it here now because you want more of that every every year so uh, hopefully can can find a way in there way in here and and then start tomorrow what, how do you prepare and, and what's the mindset like when you're, you know, come to the rink every day and the, the games mean so much? You've been through a playoff race before, but when you're coming in every day, the games are so important. What's the key to keeping your, your focus where it needs to be? I mean, it's uh, this is the fun games. This is the games you want to play. And then this is the games you like. I think when over a season, like you have some games that maybe not, it's not that fun or what are you gonna say but like this is fun games every every day here now it's so much marriage so um, I mean it's just trying to trying to be like prepare yourself to be the best every night there and then really like like you said like stay focused and then and yeah we have to find a way in there and that's that's what we like that's our, our goal here and obviously the fans here have had a chance to see you play a couple of games and the fans getting used to to watching you play a little bit but if you had to describe yourself as a player i guess uh, your favorite parts of the game you know if you had to give a scouting report on yourself how would you how would you sum up lucas walmart the hockey player yeah hopefully i can i can play a little bit better here and but i'm um, usually a two-way centerman like can play in both both ends and play uh pk and and, and pp as well so um yeah i'm trying to be Trying, trying to be be solid and good in, in both both ends. That's yeah. Did you have any uh, connections or ties to any Panthers before you got here? Do you know any of the guys? Uh, not really. I uh, uh, is is as me. That's me. So I know him a little bit. Uh, and uh, but not not really. Uh, it's a lot of new faces. But uh, like I was said earlier, it's uh, it feels feels good. It feels like a group really great group here and then uh, everything around too it's it's just fun to to come to rink every every day and then see all the boys so when you're coming over from from carolina do you not just like you said not knowing much about the guys or the team do you did you do any research or anything or just kind of show up and learn as you go in terms of everything Uh, uh, i mean i know like i know players Mm -hmm. like you played against we played against florida here over over the years and i know I know the the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know them as a guy, like how they are mm-hmm. off the ice. But but as a player, you when you play against them, pretty much you you yeah you had a, I, I know everyone like on the ice. Mm-hmm. It was possibly a little bit different to see 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 the guys outside uh, outside the the ice too. But uh, like I said, just I'm, I'm having fun so far. Mm-hmm. Well, you said you're like you're enjoying learning about uh, your new teammates off the ice in terms of learning about you off the ice. I know this time of the year you're playing games so much each and every day. The schedule's really busy, but when you have your you know time away from the rink, where what can we find you doing? What kind of what kind of stuff do you like to do? Uh, 
Yeah, uh, now my uh, my girlfriend and my my dog came came down here a uh, couple days ago. So uh, yeah, spend spending a lot of time with them. But um, um, usually I'm yeah taking the dog out for walks and, and uh, yeah trying to trying to find some some good restaurants and, and some good coffee shops around there and uh, um, try, yeah trying to learn a little bit uh, about the city. You said some coffee shops. What's your go-to order at a coffee shop? I'm, I'm pretty pretty easy guy actually. I just go with a black black coffee. So so just black coffee. Yeah, sometimes if it's uh, if I'm. Uh, feeling it i can have a double espresso but but it's just sometimes you know? and you guys had a, a real off day on monday for yourself like i said off the ice did you what would you do to, to kind of get settled in here that day uh actually i changed hotel there so i was uh, a little bit busy <laughs> do, doing that and uh and um yeah that's why i did that off day you got you had to work on the off day you're busy yeah yeah busy there the first couple of days but now it's a little bit um in there and then yeah, feels good. And in terms of just off ice, like we said, yeah, you, you, girlfriend, you, you have the dog. Any any other hobbies? Anything? Any things you're into? Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm I'm a big sport guy overall. Mm-hmm. I'm big soccer soccer guy. Uh, love soccer from and uh, uh, watching that a lot. Uh, Who's your team? Uh, my team is Napoli in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so struggling a little bit this year, but but uh, I'm I'm usually I follow everything around the. Were you were you a soccer player growing up? Were you, were you a two yeah, sport guy? Yeah, yeah, I was a soccer player too. Uh, so what kind of ended up turning it towards hockey? Uh, I think it was uh, I was just living next to 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 the rink when I was younger, and uh, I'm from up north in Sweden, so it's a lot of snow and <laughs> cold, and uh, it's more. It's more uh, hockey time than it's soccer time up there, so that's probably why. <laughs> Did you have any NHL players, any pros that you looked up to that you really admired when you were a kid? Yeah, I mean, I had was most part like the, the Swedish superstars like Peter Forsberg and those guys. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's that's I mean trying to when you was a kid trying to be those Forsberg and Sundin and those guys so uh, yeah that's it tell us about uh, about about home I was looking it up on uh, on a map first of all I would you pronounce it for me it starts with a U right yeah yeah uh, I say Umeå Umeå yeah so I looked it up it's clo- close to the water right yeah so and right across from Finland exactly. um you know, what's home like what's it like back there in Umeå uh, it's uh uh Pretty big, uh, one of the biggest like university cities in, in Sweden. Uh, so that's probably most famous <laughs> thing in, in my city. But like, uh, it's a uh, top, I don't know, tenth biggest city in, in Sweden. And uh, uh, like I said, it's they have a hockey team who plays in the second league in Sweden, and uh, it's uh, pretty. Yeah, some soccer team too. So it's uh, it's not the biggest city, uh, but it's um, I'm, I'm I spend my summers there when I'm I'm in the off season. So I like to come back and then see family and friends there. I looked it up yesterday. There's a big big metal festival that's there every year. Yeah, I'm a metal fan. I know Anton Strawman likes his metal. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. you listen to any metal? Are you into that? No, actually, I'm not a big metal <laughs> fan. But uh, I know they have a yeah they have a show there. Meshuga is from. Umia, 
a band. They're a pretty pretty prominent metal band. That's it's over my head. I'm not a metal it, guy. Uh, made it pretty. <laughs> at least they're listed as being from there. They, <laughs> they've made it uh, pretty well here in the states too. So so what so what is what is your your pump up? What's your your workout music? Uh right now I'm usually I'm a um, lot of Swedish rap. Oh really? Yeah. What's the what's the Swedish rap scene like? <laughs> uh, I like over like the last two three years. Mm-hmm. I've been pretty big back back home. So I think that's it's most. Is there one particular artist we could find on Spotify? Check out after this. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean I have a couple couple of uh, goes to, but but um, uh, that's what I'm usually listening to right now. There's always been a lot of good music that's come out of Sweden. There really has, and a lot of different stuff. A lot of across yeah, a lot yeah. of genres. Yeah. Avicii and those guys. Yeah. So yeah. And for yourself now, like you said, getting back to the ice, 16 games left at the time of this recording. Just one kind of what's the mindset in the room? Just not just yourself, but the entire room, and kind of how exciting is it this next you know month or so for you guys? Yeah, I'm super excited. We have to come up here with the best talk of of the season and play the best best we can, and we, we have to just find a way to do that. And uh, and uh, I don't think we've been doing that here the last last couple of games, but. Uh, but uh, it starts tomorrow, and uh, we just um, we yeah, like I said earlier, this is the fun games you want to play, in, and then uh, we have to bring bring our best here to 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 beat the best too. But we we have to get in. You have to, to play your best hockey. And I got to ask, a lot of our fans always like to know nicknames. Uh, I've heard a lot of people calling you Wally already. Is that is that the go-to? Is that yeah? Is that the nickname? That's um, what, what everyone's using. So I think uh, go with that. <laughs> and uh, and last thing you touched on a little bit at the time of this recording, getting ready for a game tomorrow night against the Boston Bruins. Just uh, jumping in against a Boston team, one of the one of the top teams out there. Uh, I'd imagine a pretty easy game to get pumped up for when you're taking on a team like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think. Uh, right now like i said earlier like every every game is is are we pumped to because it's so much uh so much on on, on Mary's here so we have to uh yeah we have to come come ready to play tomorrow and, and really bring our best because uh, like you said we're playing top team in the league here so um but i think if we can come up with a come up with a good game and then uh, win tomorrow we, we have we have something to go on so uh would be be great to see a lot of fans in, in the building tomorrow. Well, Lucas, we thank you very much for stopping by here today. Your first time on Territory Talk. Uh, like I said, big thanks to you for, for stopping by and joining us today. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks, Wally. Thank you. Yeah. Big thanks to Lucas Walmark of the Panthers for stopping by. Great to catch up with him. Great to have uh, you know a, a, a lengthy conversation with him there. Not a metal fan. Learned it. I had to ask. <laughs> I've got to ask. I you know I'm I'm a metal fan. I looked up his hometown. Big festival that happens there. Some some uh, obviously there are a lot of really prominent Swedish uh, metal bands. Anton Strahlman's a metal fan. I, I had to ask. I feel like that's when someone asks you know you live in Florida like oh man you live in Florida like how's Disney World? You're like oh I've never been. It's like it's just you, you expect it because it's just part of the culture. But you know uh, swinging a miss there with Wally. But uh, uh, I gotta get into I gotta get into Swedish rap now. I'm gonna, after this I'm gonna go home Spotify look up some Swedish rap see what I can find maybe get it maybe maybe that's a treasure trove right there maybe it could be the next big thing could be uh, could be where you find your next favorite artist maybe <laughs> 
The uh, so great to chat with uh, Lucas Walmark there, and uh, great to see that you know he's uh, he's excited. He's he's looking forward to these big games coming down the stretch. Um, he's getting uh, getting himself adjusted to being a part of a new team here. Seems like he's fitting in great. One of those guys that can chip in in a lot of different ways on the ice. So uh, just great to be able to chat with him there and uh, and sit down with him for a few. Yeah, like I said, you know, a, a guy that you hope is here for many years to come, a, a do it all kind of guy, and a guy with uh, a great attitude. And that's you know what him and Hall have both brought a great attitude here. Both talking playoffs from the moment they got here and two guys that you know if the Panthers you know do make this push and do fight their way into the postseason they're both those guys are gonna be a big part of it and uh we're gonna put off the prospect of the week for this week prospect of the week but we couldn't have I got, I got a couple shout outs we couldn't have an episode go by without that intro yeah I know so I did prospect of the week so not an official prospect of the week but a couple three quick shout outs uh we, we mentioned the trade with Carolina a couple got another guy that came over Chase Prisky yeah. uh guy from Pembroke Brines a prospect he had his first goal in his first game with the Thunderbirds down in the AHL so congratulations to him. Emil Juice came over from the Dallas Stars uh, on the trade deadline. He had his first goal in his first game with the Thunderbirds, so congratulations to him as well. And the last guy, uh, Danik Martell, was a guy the Panthers got in that trade with uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning for Anthony Greco. Five points in five games since getting to Springfield. So, uh, no direct prospect of the week, but three quick shout-outs to Panthers prospects down in Springfield right now. One of our favorite segments, Jameson's favorite segment, because he invented that prospect of the week and he invented that intro and it's i get royalties it, off that it's intro. not recorded either he we arrange for him to do that live every <laughs> episode of territory talk can you do it one more time prospect of the week there it was but the reason oh we, we're not spending a ton of time on prospect of the week this week because is we have a lot to get to we it. have a very a guy who's many years removed from being a prospect we're talking about yes. right now and that of course is roberto luongo like you said roberto luongo night coming up here on saturday against his hometown montreal canadians uh, by the way for all your panthers tickets 954-835-puck floridapanthers.com ticketmaster.com still some available make sure you get those soon and make sure you get to the game early coming up on Saturday doors at four make sure you're in your seats by five hundred percent this is gonna be a huge night for the Panthers kind of a full day it feels like like you said doors open at four it's gonna be uh, an experience you know we're gonna have some great speakers great videos a uh, great moment like you said every fan that comes to the building you're gonna get a Roberto Luongo banner to add to your collection and also if you head on over to the den of honor you can get a, a little uh, shadow box from uh, Baptist Health at the Baptist Health table. But hurry at the den of honor. Hurry, because like I said, this is gonna be, this game's gonna be packed. So two thousand shadow boxes are gonna go quick. So you want to get there early. You want to head over to the den of honor to the Baptist Health table. Because once again, as always, Baptist Health, the official sponsor of Territory Talk, Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. They're gonna be there handing out those shadow boxes, uh, and you're gonna want to get them. We saw it today uh, them at today's practice. They're really cool looking. And uh, yeah, I saw seen them on Twitter. They're uh, they're something that you want to make sure you try and get. So again. And get to the game early. We can't stress that enough. The The ceremony is going to start getting going around five. So doors at four. Just get in, get yourself settled, go right to your seats and get ready for a fun night. And like I said, we had a chance to talk to a couple guys in the room today about Lou. But before we do that, just Doug, uh, you had a chance to you know cover Lou for a couple yep. of years as, as well as I did. Just any, anything particular stick out to you about his time here? I've said it. I've said it a lot over the over the years. But, you know, before I before I came to the to the Panthers and, you know, when you just you saw Roberto Luongo on TV and you watched him from afar and you knew that, you know, this is this is an all time great. This is this is one of the best. Then you have the chance to see him every single day. And I'm not talking just playing in games. I'm talking preparing for games. I'm talking on practice days, getting himself ready. You saw the dedication. You saw the preparedness. You saw how much work he put into his craft each and every day. That's why he was so elite for so long. And you saw him do it all every single day and do it all with a, an unbelievable attitude. He was, and I've said this numerous times, all-time great goalie, 
all-time great guy, and we're very fortunate to have him not only as part of the Panthers family, but part of this community down here. 100%. I think for me, the biggest uh, thing when I think of Lou is obviously when he came back uh, that uh, from, you know, back from Vancouver when he returned he had that press conference about you know not riding off into the sunset you know wanting to get this team into the playoffs something he'd never done before which of course he accomplished in 15-16 uh, had an all-star season that year to help the Panthers get to the playoffs set that franchise record with 103 points but when he came back you just knew that he was he was back He's back for good. He's going to end his career here. He's going to, you know, I think we were, that's when he came back at that time, you already could kind of peer ahead and see, you know, Saturday coming. You're like, all right, he's coming back. He's going to be here. His number's going to get retired. He's going to just be, he's going to be a Panther. He's a little long ago. And that's, that's, you know, that's what Lou is. He's Mr. Panther. He's one of those guys that probably if you poll any Panther age 12 to, you know, 82 here in South Florida, they're, you know, Roberto Longo is probably the guy they're naming when they think of the Florida Panthers. But coolest moment, I think, was when obviously a lot of huge games, a lot of big saves, things like that. Like I said, the All Star appearance in Nashville but uh, that first game home game back after he got traded he whipped out the pink panther mask he just you know went into his you know closet or his you know shelf dusted it off they changed the straps you know made it you know updated it a bit and he wore it out there for that first game so it's such a blast from the past because obviously you know not, not a lot of time to turn around a new mask in a day so for him you know he wore that for a couple weeks when he, when he got down here that was really cool and it's kind of a reminder kind of bridge the gap between you know yeah. that old Lou and the new Lou and how you know he was coming like just that he was back and that was really strong so like I said he's home forever now that number's up there. He lives here. He's said, said before he's going to spend the rest of his life here in Parkland and uh, couldn't happen to a better guy. And so many milestones. And, you know, it was getting to the, you know, it was at the point where it was every night he was breaking a record, hitting a milestone, becoming part of a very exclusive group of, of some sort, whether it was, you know, he's playing in his thousandth game, which is no easy task for a goaltender to do. One of uh, two goaltenders to win 200 games with two different franchises, uh, him and Patrick Waugh. I mean, well, you talk about a thousand game Sergey Bobrovsky just played in 500 and it feels like he's been in the league forever already yeah. that that's a mountain to climb to get to a thousand so this is uh you know you saw Roberto Luongo hit certain achievements uh hit certain milestones that are just rare and it was a treat to be able to see a goaltender like that and uh, you know be able to see him up close and and just uh just a special goalie special talent great guy and uh uh, it's going to be awesome to see him honored uh, coming up here on Saturday. So again, nine five four eight three five Pock Florida Panthers dot com, Ticketmaster dot com. Get to your seats early. The doors open at five. Just get yourself right in your seats and uh, and check out the ceremony that's going to start around five o'clock. His number one's going to the rafters. You got uh, mini banners for everybody in attendance. Get in the door. Get right to that Baptist Health table in the den of honor. Get the shadow box uh, if you can. If you can win the race, you're going to be racing a lot of people to get to to get to that Baptist Health table at the den of honor. But uh, try your best to get there and uh, and it's going to be a fun night and this is you know we, we talked about our memories of Lou that's you know from afar you know interviewing talking to him but we also like I said talked to some guys in the room today just about what it meant to play with him and be around him every day on a day to day basis so uh, here's a couple interviews we spliced him up uh, we're starting with Joel Quenville then we'll go to uh, Jonathan Huberto and then we'll go to Alexander Barkov and then Mike Matheson four guys you know three guys that played with him for a lot of years and then Joel Quenville who just coached against him for a lot of years he knows definitely as a, a fierce competitor and a fierce opponent so uh, shorten these up a bit because obviously they're a bit long so here's some uh, quick highlights of what those guys had to say uh special player uh you know he's one of those guys that uh won uh, a lot of big games uh was 
couple of organizations. He was a signature player. He was, uh, you know, the importance of goaltending. He brought uh, even more importance to how dynamic he was uh, for some situations there when we were in Vancouver. Um, he was, he's a battler. He's a competitor. Um, he's a great guy away from the game as well. He's great for the, in the community. He's great for the league. Um, you know, he's in the, you know, he's entertaining with his, uh, I don't know, was it tweets or what is he? Is he yeah. good at Yeah, yeah, he's good at that. I don't even know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I compliment him and, 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 and being very good at that as well. But he's, oh, it's, it's a well-deserving, uh, great honor and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be, I think, a great moment, you know, for, for him especially. He deserves it. And uh, it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, obviously, you know, being from Montreal and he's from there, I think it's a special thing. And, I, you know, sharing some years, too, in, in Florida. And I think watching him, like, when I was younger, you know, in this uniform, it's going to be pretty cool to see the first jersey, you know, up there and uh, first player to be, you know, I think his jersey retired. And, uh, uh, no, I'm just excited. I think he deserves that night and he's going to be pretty emotional yeah it's big and first time in Panthers history somebody gets the jersey retired and it's gonna be a big night for him and for us too like knowing him he's gonna enjoy it oh yeah he's like I learned so much from him and everybody learned so much from him but at the same time he's a he's legend like living legend and future Hall of Famer and everything but at the same time you're around him he doesn't feel that way it feels like he's just a happy normal guy who enjoys playing hockey and enjoys being around the team and like he's one of those guys who who's always like forever young i mean just those two guys they their commitment to the to the game and to the organization is just like not second to none and the, the amount of work they put in during their career and especially like those years they were here you see them working and preparing for the games it's it's like uh, contagious you know like he's riding the bike and you feel like well, I'm 20 years younger I think I should be riding bike twice as much as he is right now and uh, that's that's the thing I learned a lot from those two guys yeah that's really cool I mean he obviously deserves that he had such a great career and um, you know it was, it was an honor to be able to play with him for for a few years of it um, it, growing up in Montreal especially he was such a, a legend there and uh, somebody that I always looked up to and I remember growing up playing in the Roberto Longo arena and um, finding that really cool and so to be able to walk into a dressing room and be able to play with him was um, was something I'll never forget and um, to then be there for them to retire his jersey just kind of brings everything full circle. I, I think getting to like the the more you know that you, you think of the amount of years that he's played in the league and um, the amount of teammates he's had uh, when you first come in you're kind of scared of him and I'm sure he doesn't really interact with every single guy that comes <laughs> in the locker room just because it'd be it'd be tough to do that um, and so I, I think as the years went on I, I kind of opened up a little bit more to him and, and he opened up a little bit more to me and so um, it became less of a kind of 
bigger than life person that w- I was playing with and, and more of, of a friend and, and that was even cooler you know than, than to just be able to say that all oh, you're playing with Rodolongo and instead being like oh you're you're getting to know him and, and becoming more friends that, that is so much more meaningful. So great to hear from all those guys. You hear the respect, you know, from Joe Quenville for Roberto Luongo uh, and from the other guys, just kind of a mixture of admiration, uh, respect, friendship. Uh, really cool to hear, you know, from guys like Huberto and Matheson, guys that grew up, you know, in Quebec where Roberto Luongo was just a legend as kids when they were kids. And then you get to play with them was really cool. And to hear from Barkov, like you said, the work ethic was one of the biggest things for Lou, especially later in his career. And to hear, to hear Barkov say, you know, uh, you know I was in my early 20s, there's Lou almost 40 and he's, you know, riding the bike 30 minutes longer than I am. What the heck am I doing? So one of those guys that definitely also led by example and a guy that, you know, I think his impact and the impression he left on the guys still here that he played with is going to last for, for, for a long time. And he brought us some very memorable conversations here on Territory Talk as well. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. We got Talking we, fantasy football, fantasy, fantasy football. baseball and, you know, all kinds. We'll of definitely stuff. get him back. Like, like you said, he's still here, works for the organization. Yep. He's still around. We'll definitely get him back on the show uh, at some point here down the road. So, uh, again, looking forward to honoring him. And uh, again, he's one of the one of the uh, all time great goalies an all-time great guy an all-time great guest right here on uh, on territory talk the official podcast of the florida panthers presented by baptist health the official sports medicine provider of the florida panthers so that's about it for us this week we can't stress it enough come root on the uh, panthers here uh the rest of the homestand at the time of this recording we're looking at a 7 p.m thursday game a five dollar beer thursday floridapanthers.com slash promotions for more information but it's pretty self-explanatory five dollar beers on thursday night seven o'clock face off panthers and the bruins make sure you come check this one out last home game for the season against the uh, Bruins so a huge Atlantic division matchup and uh, the Panthers making that push trying to get that surge into one of those playoff spots whether it's in the Atlantic whether it's the wild card and uh, it's all going to get going Thursday at seven o'clock and Saturday at seven it's the Panthers and the Montreal Canadiens but uh, you have a a big uh, a big part of the evening that's going to be before the hockey game when we see number one going into the rafters so make sure you get down to the BB&T center for that one. Panthers on the road for a couple of big ones against the Blues and the Stars. Note this also, the uh, Panthers game on Monday in St. Louis. A lot of your schedules, your pocket schedules, some of the, you know, your magnet schedules may may, uh, show that that game's on Tuesday. The game was moved to Monday night at 8 o'clock Eastern. Mark your calendars. Yeah, make sure you uh, make that adjustment. The game is going to be Monday night in St. Louis when the Panthers hit the road after Saturday's game against Montreal. That's it for us. Want to say thanks to Lucas Walmark for joining us this week. His first time on Territory Talk. For Jamison Olive, I'm Doug Plagans. This has been Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. We hope to see you Thursday and or Saturday. Some big games coming up. Panthers hosting a couple original six teams, Boston and Montreal, coming to town. Both 7 o'clock face-offs, 954-835-POC, Ticketmaster.com. New material every Wednesday. We will talk to you next week. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.